0: Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton.
1: You're his sheep. You belong to him. You belong to Jesus Christ. He calls his own sheep. You belong to him. We're his. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19. The Lord knows those who are his. And when he called you, he called you by name. He called you by name. Hey, hey, you, in the white shirt, follow me.
0: I called you by name. Jesus knows you, even if you haven't accepted Him as your Lord and Savior. He knows you, and He's calling you. It's up to you whether you listen and follow. His voice is rarely audible. It usually comes in the form of an inner call that your spirit hears. As Pastor Dan will explain in today's message, When your spirit hears His voice, you'll know it. He chooses all who hear that voice and obey. He'll bring you into His fold and out of your wandering, giving you hope and purpose for this life and eternity. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of John chapter 10 for today's edition of Ring of Truth.
1: Now, most of us here are probably Gentiles. Maybe all of us here are Gentiles. And our great shepherd, right? Jesus Christ. He called us out of the world. Right? He called our name. And we heard his voice. And he called us out of the world. And and we, we left the world behind. And we started following him. And he started leading us. And so Jesus is calling sheep out of Judaism to follow him. And he's calling Gentiles out of the world to follow him. And he's making, it says in verse 16, he's making one flock with one shepherd. And what's that one flock? The church. The church. The church is made up of believers in Jesus from Judaism and believers in Jesus That are Gentiles. And they're brought together under one shepherd. Jesus Christ. To make one flock. The church. The church. So. In the context here of the passage. Who are the thieves and the robbers? In the context. They're the religious leaders of Judaism. The Pharisees and the scribes. They're the thieves and the robbers. That are ripping off the Jewish people. Right? Now I want to show you a passage that is. Uh, pertains to this. So turn with me back to Ezekiel 34. Ezekiel 34. And here in Ezekiel 34, this this is an indictment against the religious leaders of Israel who are called the shepherds of Israel. And Ezekiel 34. So this is an indictment from God against the religious leaders. They're described here as shepherds. Ezekiel 34. Verse 1 says, And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God to the shepherds, Woe to the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves! Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? You eat the fat and clothe yourselves with the wool. You slaughter the fatlings but you do not feed the flock. What did Jesus say the thief comes to do? He comes to steal, kill, and destroy the sheep. What is Ezekiel describing here? He's describing the shepherds of Israel who feed on the sheep instead of feed the sheep. They're supposed to be feeding the sheep and caring for the sheep. Instead, they're feeding on the sheep and slaughtering them and devouring them for themselves. Verse 4, the Lord goes on. The weak you have not strengthened, nor have you healed those who were sick, nor bound up the broken, nor brought back what was driven away, nor sought what was lost. But with force and cruelty you have ruled them. Remember the story of the man born blind? Incredible miracle. He receives sight for the first time in his life. And what do the religious leaders do? They interrogate him and they kick him out of Judaism. Right, what does he say here about the shepherds they they shepherd with force and cruelty, they rule over the flock, so they were scattered, the flock was scattered because there was no shepherd. Remember when Jesus saw the multitudes, He was moved with compassion for them because they were like sheep, without shepherd, without a shepherd, right, and so the flock is scattered because there's no shepherd. And they became food for all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and on every high hill. Yes, my flock was scattered over the whole face of the earth and no one was seeking and searching for them. Therefore, you shepherds hear the word of the Lord. As I live, says the Lord God, surely because my flock became prey and my flock became food for every beast of the field because there was no shepherd, nor did my shepherds search for my flock but the shepherds just fed themselves and did not feed the flock. Therefore, O shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Look, look what he says in verse 10. Thus says the Lord God, behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my flock at their hand. I will cause them to cease feeding the sheep, and the shepherds shall feed themselves no more, for I will deliver my flock from their mouths, that they may no longer be food for them. Now watch verse 11. For thus says the Lord God, indeed, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. What does God say there? I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock on the day he is among his scattered sheep, so will I seek out my sheep and deliver them from all the places where they were scattered On a cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the peoples. And gather them from the countries. And will bring them to their own land. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel. In the valleys and all the inhabited places. Of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture. And their fold shall be on the high mountains of Israel. There There they shall lie down in a good fold. And feed in rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. Verse 15. I will feed my flock. And I will make them lie down says the Lord God. That's what Jesus is doing in John chapter 10. He's the good shepherd. And he's come to rescue his sheep. And he's calling his sheep now by name. He's calling the Jews out of Judaism. He'll call the Gentiles out of the world. And he's gathering his flock. The Lord himself. The religious leaders were just thieves. Robbers stealing the sheep, devouring the sheep, feeding on them, feeding themselves. You turn back to John chapter ten. That's what that's what is is happening here in John chapter ten. We see in John chapter ten verse two that the shepherd enters by the door. Jesus came through the front door of Judaism. He came right through the front door. You know, there's over uh, you know the, the whole Old Testament talks about. The Messiah who is to come. There's over 300 prophecies in the Old Testament that describe the birth, life, ministry, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Jesus fulfilled all of those prophecies. He came through the front door of Judaism. We've seen that throughout the Gospel of John. Uh, Jesus has been. Testified to by the Holy Spirit. He was testified to by John the Baptist. He's testified to by his words, by his miracles, by his works. All of it, it testifies that Jesus is the rightful shepherd. He's the rightful shepherd. And these religious leaders, they're they're just thieves. They're false shepherds. They're just ripping the people off, using the people. Lording over them with cruelty, harshness. And here now the, the, the righteous shepherd comes, the true shepherd comes, and he's calling his people by name to follow him. And I love the description in verse 3. To him the doorkeeper opens, look what it says, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep. You see, they're his own sheep by name. And he leads them out. He calls his own sheep by name. First of all, if you're here today and you're a Christian. You're his sheep. You belong to him. You belong to Jesus Christ. He calls his own sheep. You belong to him. We're his. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19. The Lord knows those who are his. And when he called you, he called you by name. He called you by name. He says, hey, hey, you. And the white shirt, follow me. Now he called you by name. You know, shepherds often will name their sheep, uh, and usually a shepherd will name their sheep based on some physical characteristic of the sheep or some quality that the sheep possesses. So, uh, you know, maybe the coloring, uh, or if, you know, if if the if the sheep has some kind of injury and a limp, maybe maybe the shepherd calls the sheep Gimpy or something like that, right? Or or spotty. You know, it's just some it's just some kind of sort of pet name that the shepherd has for his or her sheep. Our great shepherd Jesus Christ called you by name. Remember when he called Simon Barjona? Remember what he said to Simon? Simon Barjona, you shall be called Peter. Cephas. Which means rock. He had a name for him. He had a name for him. He's got a name for you. He calls you by name. He's your shepherd. He knows you. He has a name for you. When he calls us, he calls us by name. And and look at the verse again. When he called you, you heard his voice. You heard his voice.
0: We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment.
1: So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What
0: a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of
1: Truth. You heard the voice of your shepherd, and you recognized his voice as the voice of your shepherd. Above all the other voices in your life. There's a lot of voices in your life, aren't there? Calling to you. A lot of voices in this world. Above all the noise, you heard the voice of your shepherd. Above all of that other stuff. Calling your name. And you knew his voice. You knew there was something in your spirit that perked up. Just like when a a sheep hears its shepherd's voice, its head will perk up, its ears will perk up. That's the voice of my shepherd. And when Jesus, your shepherd, called you, you heard his voice above all the other voices and noise in your life, and your spirit perked up. That's the voice of my shepherd. Bah! Right? You're like, that, that's him. And what does it say? Look at the verse again. He called his own sheep by name. They heard his voice, and what did he do? He led them out. He led them out. And Jesus, your shepherd, He called you by name. You heard His voice. And He led you out. He led you out of whatever you were in. Right? He led us out. Whatever whatever you know bondage you were in, whatever sin you were in, He led you out of that. He led you out of the world. And He led you into a new life following Him. And He he leads. Do you see that in verse 3? He leads us. And in verse 4, He brings them out. He goes before them. He leads us. Our shepherd goes before us. He makes the pathway before us. We're not blazing our own trail. He goes before us. And He clears the path. He clears the danger out of our way. He leads us where? To green pastures and still waters. And He gives us rest for our soul. And He provides for our every need. And what does the sheep do? What does the sheep do in all of this? What's the sheep's job? sheep's job is just to follow the shepherd. That's it. That's it. Our only job is just to follow Him. That's it. Just abide in Him. Just stay close to the shepherd. And follow Him. As He leads us. And look at verse 5. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. We, we follow the shepherd, the great shepherd, Jesus Christ. We don't follow him perfectly, right? All we like sheep have gone astray, it says in Isaiah 53. We're all prone to wander, but we follow the shepherd. We follow him. And verse five says, if, if you really belong to the good shepherd, you're not going to listen to a stranger. You're not going to listen to another shepherd. You're not going to listen to another voice. Isn't that true? And once you started, you know, before you were a Christian, uh, you were listening to all kinds of voices. But now that you have found the true shepherd, the shepherd of your soul, the one to whom you belong, and now he has called you by name and you heard his voice and you perked up, You started following Him and He has led you out of your old life. And now, you don't want to hear any other voices. You're not interested in what any other shepherd might say. Because I've got the good shepherd. I don't want to trade the good shepherd for a lousy shepherd. I've got the good shepherd. And so we don't listen to those other voices. In other words, you're you're secure in Christ. If you truly belong to Christ, you know, no one is going to deceive you. No one's going to lead you away into some kind of false teaching or anything because you're, you're just listening to the voice of the Good Shepherd and you're just following Him. Now, Do you see the beautiful picture of salvation that Jesus is painting for us with this imagery? Do you see it? I hope so. Here we were, we were just in the world, lost, just lost sheep, dead in our trespasses and sins. And our shepherd called us by name. And we heard his voice. You're sitting here. You heard his voice. You heard him when he called you. And then we got up and we started following him. And he let us out. He let us out. Or Whatever, whatever junk we were in, he let us out of it. And now we follow him and he leads us and he goes before us and he provides for us and he protects us. And we're secure in him. Do you see Do you see the picture here of salvation that Jesus is portraying with this illustration? Nothing at this point now can turn us away from the good shepherd. So verse six, Jesus used this illustration, but they didn't understand the things which he spoke to them now. In verse seven, in verse seven, we go from the sheepfold that was in the village to the sheepfold that's in the wilderness. So now the shepherd has come. He's called the sheep out of the sheepfold. He's led them out in the wilderness. And now it's nighttime in the wilderness. Now we're in a sheepfold in the wilderness, one of those makeshift sheepfolds. And here in verse seven, we also have another "I am" statement by Jesus that we find in the Gospel of John. Then Jesus said to them again, most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. Remember that image of the sheepfold in the wilderness with the shepherd lying across the door. I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Jesus Is the door. He's the door. Now when you looked at that picture of the sheepfold. How many doors were there on that sheepfold? One. There was one door. There was one way in and one way out. And it's through Jesus Christ. It's through Jesus Christ. He's the only door. Jesus is the only way. Jesus said I am the way. The truth and the life. And no one comes to the father but through me. He's the only way of salvation. He's the door. Which means he's the one door to salvation. And you must enter through him to be saved. But the fact that he's the door also means for us as his sheep. It means security. It means protection. It means safety. Because our shepherd is sitting on the door. We have an expression. Uh, in our In our language over my dead body. And for someone to get to those sheep, they've got to go through the shepherd. And the good shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. Right? He'll do whatever it takes to protect his sheep. And so when Jesus says here, I am the door, it also implies to us, we're safe. We're secure in Christ. There's safety. There's protection. There And look at verse 9 again. The sheep can go in and out and find pasture. And find pasture. The sheep have liberty because of their proximity to the shepherd. The sheep have liberty because of their proximity to the shepherd. As long as they remain close to the shepherd, they're free. They're free. And they're free to enjoy that freedom. And as long as we abide in our shepherd, Jesus Christ, as long as we stay close to him, we're safe. And we can enjoy the freedom that we have in Christ. There's security there. And the closer you are to Christ, the safer you are. The closer you are to him, the more you're going to enjoy your liberty in Christ. You just stay close to the shepherd, right? So finally, verse 10, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. You notice the contrast here before the thief. The thief wants to steal, kill and destroy sheep. That's the religious leaders of Judaism. That's whatever whatever you were involved in before Christ just wanted to still kill steal kill and destroy your life but Jesus the good shepherd he wants to give us life and not just give us life not just eternal life but he wants to give us life more abundantly that means he wants us to have life to the full life to the maximum something that is superior to any other life you could have apart from Christ the greatest life that you could have the new living translation says a rich and satisfying life. And as we, as we simply follow the shepherd and abide in him and stay close to him, he, he leads us into this abundant life. He leads us into a full life. Now, that doesn't mean that necessarily you're going to have thousands of dollars in your bank account. You might have dozens of dollars in your bank account, right? But it'll be a full, rich, satisfying life. That's where the good shepherd is taking his sheep into an abundant life, a rich life, a satisfying life. So stay close to the shepherd. That's where you're safe. That's where you enjoy the freedom that you have in Christ. That's where you can enjoy the liberty. And that's where you're going to find the abundant life that he has for his sheep.
2: He asked me how I knew.
0: If you missed any part of today's message or would like to hear more of Pastor Dan's teachings from 1 John, you can do so right now at calvaryec.com. Just click on media. In fact, there's an entire library of Pastor Dan's messages that you're welcome to listen to and even share with friends and family. Would you do us a favor? Would you join us in praying for the ministry of Ring of Truth? Please pray for Pastor Dan and everyone involved in this program that we would continue to listen and respond to what our Heavenly Father has to say. Pray, too, for your brothers and sisters in Christ listening along with you, that they would be protected from the enemy and that the truth and blessing of Scripture would fuel their passion for following the Lord. Thank you for taking the time to pray. Our time with you is at an end for today, We'd like to encourage you not to shut your Bible just yet. Continue reading in the book of 1 John, or take some time to explore any of the other 65 books in God's Word. Each one reveals new aspects of your relationship with your Creator, and will open your eyes to His purpose and plans for this world, and for you. We pray you are blessed richly as you continue an extended time of learning from Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. And join us next time for another edition of Ring of Truth.